It's interesting today we're talking about, are you too focused on your marriage? What? That's I know. not a normal question. I know, right? From a from marriage podcasters and bloggers and Isn't ministers. Isn't platform meant to it's have people all focus marriage. <laughs> on their marriage? No, yeah. man, no. You know the mission of Fierce Marriage. Anyways, we're going to talk about what that means and what that looks like maybe in a hard time, in the good times. Are we looking at our marriage from the wrong perspective? Wow. Yeah. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. So this is a bold move. Okay, Selena, you have <laughs> proposed this topic based person. on an article that you read that was actually it's a few years old, but yeah. it's written by Francis Chan mm-hmm. on the Gospel Coalition, mm-hmm. and it's basically uh, posing this question of, are you focused yeah. too heavily on your marriage or in a wrong way? Or Right. They were um, talking about their book, which you should definitely check out. If you know anything about Francis Chan, though, I will say he's kind of a hard pill to swallow. He's very challenging in mm-hmm. his in how he believes the gospel and how he teaches, but he he's very thorough as well, I think. So you might hear statements that you'd be like, oh, I don't know, but then he really just dives in and paints that picture. Yeah, what I've learned with Francis Chan is that, yes... It's not always easy to hear the truths that he's presenting, yeah. but he's usually coming from a place that is actually true. He's not just trying to to upset no. people and ruffle feathers, yes. but he's actually responding to a truth that yes. he's that maybe we've uh, as a culture we've sugarcoated it, right? A Christian or culture, we've watered it down. Yeah, and he's here to say. He's this got a is sharp the, edge. Yes. <laughs> yes, and we and for that reason we appreciate Francis yes. Chan and, and yes. all he does. Uh, so anyway. Before we get started on that, um, we just want to start again with our housekeeping, housekeeping. of saying <laughs> thank you to <laughs> our, our listeners and raters and reviewers. Please, <laughs> if you haven't rated or reviewed our podcast, that would be great. Obviously, it goes further than just that. People read that and they um, either respond or not. They subscribe or <sighs> really not. Really good sales pitch there. <laughs> not the marketing person. <laughs> Neither go. am I, really. Ready, go. No, 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 that's fine. I'll take it. It's fine. I'll take <laughs> that's it. That's adequate. <laughs> Anyways, we thank you love. to the listeners. Yes. No, I'll just keep going. <laughs> thank you for the listen to the listeners. <laughs> we really do appreciate it. And it's it's kind of, it can be, I don't know, kind of lonely sitting behind these mics, but um, hearing from you guys through those ratings and reviewings is, ratings and reviewings. <laughs> um, is really encouraging to us. So, also, if you want to support this podcast, you can do so via Patreon, P A T R E O N. We really try to keep it ad free here and keep it pure. Um, and we also want to be able to bring in other um, interviews, do some other interviews. Interviews, um, transcriptions. On, yes. We just want to build this thing out. If, yeah. if this has helped you, then uh, we would love to partner with you. We have 50, as of today, 50 Woo! Patreon Woo! partners. Woo! And Woo! we're trying to get to the 100 mark. Uh, but it's been really helping in terms of um, it's encouraging us. We've created a community, but it's also allowing us to build out some of the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we'd love we'd love it if you feel uh, called to. Um, we'd love to partner with you yeah. in this mission, which is to point couples to Christ and commission marriages for the gospel. So good. Okay. Um, and then if you have anything that prompts a question, please ask. We do some Q and A's every once in a while. 
Um, we do like to answer questions on our podcast as well. So you can do that um, via our website, fiercemarriage.com slash podcast, or you can call or text in at 971-333-1120. So make sure you do that. So getting started, getting warmed up. Let's do some highs and lows real quick. I think we did the heart check last week. So we any did. highs and lows for you? Well, we're recording these episodes in close proximity to one another, mm-hmm. so not a lot has changed in our in real time Come for on. us. Come on. There's more in your life you uh, can talk about, right? Let's see. High and low. What did I do all day yesterday? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> uh, you know what? We are... I, I, Got the typesetting figured out for our new mer- our new prayer books, which by the time this podcast episode comes out, you will be able to pre-order those or maybe even order them. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it all depends. Nobody knows. <laughs> so the reason we're, we're front-loading these, these episodes uh, is because we're heading out to va- on vacation. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are headed to, which... well, we found a really good deal we to go to uh, Kona. Yeah. Kona, the big island in Hawaii. In Hawaii. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, we're trying, yeah, we're trying to do all this so that we can actually be on vacation and kind of unplug not have a little to bit. Podcast episodes while we're sitting by. <laughs> Although the beach. we do enjoy doing the podcast. No, but editing is is the least fun part. Okay. Recording is the fun part. The fun part, true. Because I get to hang out with you. Is that your low? Is no, no. What what would my low be? Having to edit? Yeah. No. Well, I think my low is that I'm just uh, having to cram th- three weeks worth of work into one week. Yeah. Is not, is never fun. Yeah. I don't think we scheduled very well. We were in Georgia one week and then we have like 10 days before we have to leave. And Ryan decided to launch books that in that 10 days. Well, too. I tried to launch them sooner, but this is ed- life. Editing, <laughs> editing so. is our, our downfall. Um, a low for me. I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. I don't really think I have a low. Just kind of getting over this cold still, and I don't know. My high would definitely be the trip. I'm excited to be there and just hang out with you and have time together. It feels a little divided. Maybe that would be my low is leading up to the trip. We kind of feel like we're dividing and conquering right now. Yeah. And so coming together would be the high of just being together as a family, spending time with each other and the girls and... um. Yeah, just not really having much of a schedule. It's okay. going to be fun. So Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Anyways. And we found this amazing little Airbnb spot. Yeah, man. And it's right Super by the beach. Great. Man, always read the comments on those things. And I learned so much. <laughs> and there's a lot to do. Yeah. And it wasn't... It was way cheaper than a hotel. Yeah. So... You know, I'm 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 stoked from all angles, all angles. on this thing because <laughs> it didn't. It's not like we had to break the bank. It That's was definitely awesome. a good deal. So, yeah, and airline miles for the win. Woo! Yes. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about here today? What what exactly do you mean that you can be over focused on your marriage? What did you say? Yeah, are you over focusing on your marriage? That's the question that you posed. Yeah, and I say you because this is <laughs> Selena. You know, we we do kind of spearhead these different topics mm-hmm. between the two of us. And um, if something's if one of us is passionate about or you know really learning about a, uh, one topic, then they usually have to pitch the other <laughs> on it. And so it's usually me pitching to him, and him like, no, no, I, <laughs> no, it needs a better this. Well, because no. usually you're just coming up here after. Well, because I'm passionate about a lot of things, and they make sense in my mind. But translating them onto a podcast isn't always like. <laughs> earth shattering, I guess. You had one this morning, you were, and you were asking me about it, and I was like, well, that's interesting, but I don't think people will connect <laughs> with that at all. That's why you're we're married. Well, we want he, to be he's helpful. my he's my filter. I want to be helpful. So for folks. any, <laughs> anyways, I think this is a challenging topic of asking: Are you too focused on your marriage? Coming from marriage people, right? But 
you know our mission at Fierce Marriage is to I want you I want to know if you can say it. <laughs> Is to, I know the second part of it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm thinking about other things I'm going to say. To point couples. To point couples to Christ and to commission marriages for the gospel. There you go. Um, thank you. <laughs> There's a lot of things I have to remember, okay? Classical conversations over here. I'm thinking about oh, like. Because my the brain is just void of all what are clutter. They- <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Empty desk, empty brain. <laughs> cluttered desk, cluttered brain. <laughs> I'm so, glad you got that office quote. My in desk there. is definitely cluttered at the moment, <laughs> so I'll take it's cluttered. Anyways, yeah. this conversation can it just hearing that up front, right, is kind of like, well, that seems insensitive and shaming, right? Like, are we too focused on our marriage? What if we're going through a really hard time, or what if we're, what if we just enjoy each other so much, right? So there's these kind of questions that we're going to answer, um, and I think the big overall picture that Ryan and I want to. Um, just illuminate, I guess, is that if you're suffering, no matter like where you're at on the spectrum of kind of the high or the low in your marriage, if you're having a really hard time or if you're on that mountaintop, just remember that it's the journey is not, it's, (laughs) it's not about us, right? It's about Christ and it's not about us. Um, so what do you mean by that? Like, it's well, marriage is so much more like in the Bible in Ephesians yeah. five that we we're talking about. I think it what is, you're getting at is it's it's not an end in itself. Right. It is a means to a greater end, and right. that greater end is our relationship with Christ, right. our relationship to Him as His church right. being sanctified right. daily. And it's important for us to have that eternal perspective when we get married as well. That yeah. our marriage is not God. We have to remember who we're created for. We're created in him and for him. And love is not God. Yeah. God is love, but love right. is not God. So good. And what we mean by that is love is one of the attributes of God. It's one of his char- character traits. Mm-hmm. But culture is very fast to yeah. to elevate love itself to right. the place of God. Mm-hmm. And that creates all kinds of problems unless we have something right. greater to define love right. by. And right. that is why we, that's what, that's what we have in Jesus. And so if we, if we take Jesus out of defining love, then all of a sudden it just becomes this way to make ourselves feel good. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we get, that's, it's very relativistic. Mm-hmm. That's not a biblical view of love. And right. so that I think is, is kind of the underlaying part yeah. of this conversation yeah. and that there's so much happening that's bigger than marriage that makes marriage work right and so francis chan is coming they they asked him like what's the greatest problem that you perceive in typical christian marriage and he said um again like what you and i are talking about is forgetting the whole point of our existence right we they've seen so many couples that serve god fervently and on fire and then when they get married like one of two things happen they either enjoy each other so much that they just spend all their free time entertaining each other rather than serving god and we'll talk about this don't worry we'll unpack this or they struggle in their relationship and spend time arguing they need counseling they're feeling disqualified from serving god um you know but in in either case he says the couple no longer spends their time furthering the kingdom but instead fixates on one another so, so navel gazing right we are going to we're going to talk about this so i again i want to have some sort of like like caveat but i think it the whole caveat is a conversation to be honest um he, you know chan he says in fact surrendering to a kingdom first mindset actually brings us greater fulfillment when we seek his mission together greater union with each other becomes the byproduct Jesus came that we could have life to the full, John 10, 10, but we need to remember that the goal of marriage isn't mere happiness. It's very possible to have happy, worthless marriage. 
That's hard to hear. It's possible to waste your life (laughs) merely enjoying your spouse and children, then stand before God realizing you didn't give yourself to his great commission. And again, we're not talking, we're not trying to shame or pressure anybody into a certain way of living. Again, we want to fix our eyes on Jesus. He's the author and finisher of our finisher of our faith. And even and especially in marriage, you know, we fix our eyes on Christ. Hebrews 12, two talks about looking to Christ as the founder and the perfecter of our faith for who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Like even in his trials, he was fulfilling prophecy. He was Mm -hmm. pointing, he was making the way for us to have eternity. It wasn't just him dying on a cross. There was such a greater eternal meaning to that. And I think that's what we want to shed light on too. In terms of marriage. So that's, if I can be, I'm going to be frank. Okay. That's the whole, this whole premise is the whole reason I can even stomach the idea of being on a, being a marriage blogger. I'm just being candid Yeah. because marriage for its own sake is mm. just feels like a Hallmark card to mm. me. Right. And I, can. When <laughs> I see, I see marriage. Honestly, I see marriage as an excuse to talk about Jesus, to commission people, mm-hmm. which because we're talking to couples, it's commissioning couples and families. For the gospel, and it's not just—it's not just. Oh, how can we be happier? How can we be? Mm-hmm. That is all part of it. Right. And you need to be. There's there is joy in un- unity. There is joy in being on mission together. Mm-hmm. That is greater than any joy you would have otherwise. So mm-hmm. yes, we are getting at that, and we don't want. We want marriages to experience happiness mm-hmm. and joy and have fun and have incredible lives, that incredible sex lives, mm-hmm. incredible communication. We want all that, but it's all just a means to a greater end so that you have an incredible sex life, which we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> if we have an incredible sex life, it's not just so we can have more pleasure in our lives. It's so we can be more unified and more focused on the greater mission that we have, mm-hmm. right? Our mission is not just to have a great sex life. Right. Our mission is not just to have an amazing marriage. Right. So I, I think about this. Selena knows this. I'm very analogy. I'm an analogy person. So I think about all the times I've been fishing out in the Pacific Ocean. We go like 15, 20 miles out and we're looking for, uh, in most cases, we're looking for some version of rock cod, (laughs) (laughs) right? Ling cod or uh, canary cod or something Mm -hmm. like that. And so we're out there and, you know, a lot of times when we're headed out, it's dark still. Mm -hmm. We have to go over, we we fish out of a place called Grace Harbor and there's what's called the bar and it's this really shallow part and all the waves kind of like, they they coalesce into this one spot Mm -hmm. and it's they're big rollers mm-hmm. like dozens of feet high and luckily we're on these big fishing boats so they can handle it but i always remind myself okay when we get out there it'll be good we have to get past this hard time past the bar yeah. it's not about being there it's not about be- even being on the boat it's about getting out and, and catching fish mm-hmm. that's the whole point mm. this is actually a better analogy than i thought because we're called <laughs> to be fishers of men <laughs> go you <laughs> <laughs> yeah go go me good analogy Ryan. no go jesus for making that okay, one good. clear okay okay <laughs> Just got juked. Thanks for that. <laughs> Sorry. It's all about Jesus. So it's not about just being in the boat or being in the storm. It's about getting through it to the thing that's beyond it. Mm. And what is the thing that's beyond the storm? It's fish. So, okay, we take this analogy and, and, and talk about our marriage. Mm-hmm. We might be going through a storm. Mm-hmm. Okay, you stay in the covenant, the boat. Mm-hmm. You don't jump out because you're for sure going to die <laughs> out in the water. <laughs> for sure going to die. <laughs> 
but we stay in it. We stay together. And yeah, we might be, you know, holding on for dear life. New guys puking over the railing on the side over there. <laughs> and we're having for. a really hard time, but we have to trust that the boat, the covenant, our marriage will get us through the storm and get us out to the purpose that we, we even got on the boat in the first mm. place for. Mm. Okay. That's so good. Anyway, if you're listening to this, that's our call to you. That's that's mm-hmm. what we believe Jesus is calling you to. And mm-hmm. Francis Chan does such a good job of bringing that to light mm-hmm. that we want to urge you to see your marriage as not just an end in itself, but a means to an end. Mm-hmm. And that end is so big. Yeah. And I think in having that perspective and having that lens, um, we're called to kind of, which is ironic, right? We're not trying to focus on our marriage, but we're trying to take a pulse and is there anything in our hearts, in our minds, in our marriage that we haven't surrendered to God and in, and to the purpose of building his kingdom? Is there something, mm. are there, is there a little God that we're worshiping our pleasure? Are we worshiping each other? Like a little G are we, God. A little G God. Yeah. Are we worshiping even just our relationship? Are there, mm. are there things it's kind of taking an assessment or right? a lifestyle. Yeah. Are we worshiping this ideal that we're creating right. that we've now got this family of 2.5 kids right. and all that kind of stuff. Right. And none of that's bad. No. Right. But it's just not worthy right. of, of our, our lives. It's, it's again, are there areas we could have more eternal perspective on? I think is, yeah. is how we can surrender our today to his eternal glory. Right. So I had the, the distinct pleasure of going on a, a trip with a good friend of ours, Nathan. He is a, he speaks at um, junior high assemblies mm-hmm. and high school assemblies, and he's trying to help them to reach their full potential. Right? He's full mm-hmm. on motiva- motivational speaker, like Matt Foley. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, he lives in a van down by the river. No, he does not. <laughs> he lives on Hardly. a strict diet of government Hardly. cheese. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Uh, anyway, if you, uh, that's an SNL reference. So he. He he goes around to these different schools and he's talking and I loved going to the junior high. Those kids are just they're so bright eyed and like optimistic about life. They're not jaded yet. They have they're innocent Mostly. and they're so happy. Yeah. And you say, Hey, they're like, Hi. You know, they're really like <laughs> they're a little bit pensive, but also they're they're glad that you said hi and you ask them how they're doing and they'll tell you all about it. It just made me really excited for that season in life with yeah. our kids. Anyway, when I'm there I'm thinking, man. I could not do what Nathan does. That yeah. is to grind. He loves it. He's passionate about. It. He's a he's a he's junior a teacher. high teacher. Yeah, uh, and he's been a teacher for twelve years. Mm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. You're old. And so, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember being the student yeah. listening to that teacher. <laughs> and so he did five assemblies in one day. So oh, I got to wow. see his. I got to see it. I, I could give his talk at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, what I, what I'm getting at here is that it made me so happy that we are in the family space, mm. kind of d- attacking that. Mm-hmm. Like he's helping kids from that side. We're hap- we're help- hope- hopefully helping families from the other side, mm-hmm. so that at, when they're at home, they're getting mm-hmm. discipled, they're getting they're being loved well. Mm-hmm. I think at some point we'll probably talk a lot more about parenting mm-hmm. uh, and what our own experience there. Absolutely. Not on the fierce marriage stuff, but maybe in a different <laughs> on a different avenue right but i love that that we can be a part of that yeah and and that gives context to parenting gives context to marriage and that's exactly what i think we're talking about absolutely so i wanted to read do you you have something you want to say nope okay i wanted to read i mean i do (laughs) we have a lot here so uh when selena brought this topic to me i said okay there's some good marriage it's the best podcast you've ever heard (laughs) this is literally the best topic i could ever imagine (laughs) That's what I said to her. I was like, oh, why am I even Literally? on this thing? This should be the Selena show. No. It's salty and sweet theology. <laughs> so many things wrong with that. 
uh, you got to get through the salty okay, bits of theology to have the sweet ones. <laughs> Again, <laughs> so wrong. Um, that's that's it. Works. Incorrect. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So. I just thought, okay, what is our underlying scripture here? What is driving this conversation? And I just went right to Ephesians 5 because this is the quintessential marriage verse. <laughs> and I'm just going to read it, but it's it was brought to it new really, life for yeah, me. Yeah, it really encapsulates. Yeah. So it's Ephesians 5.22. Wives. Nope, not that. Ephesians 5.25. <laughs> Husbands. You go there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Wives, submit. Submit. <laughs> Sorry, we're not. That's where to, this goes, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this is all about. To laugh about that, we do need to do a podcast on biblical roles. Oh, I think roles, people are too tightly wound a... around the idea of submit. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, all right. It's okay, not rabbit like, oppressive. Trail. Rabbit trail. Come anyway. back. Come back. My bad. My bad. <laughs> people are so He tight. goes too far. Okay, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her, that He might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the Word so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. Mm. So this is a massive call to Mm -hmm. husbands. Uh, There's a lot of pressure put on both, right? Mm -hmm. Thank God for Jesus because he he bears the weight of it, Mm -hmm. and we can gladly carry carry some of the weight, Mm -hmm. but gladly, not not to earn our salvation. But so there's huge call, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. So that's one line that's two husbands. And then Paul tar- starts talking about, here's why Christ loved the church the mm. way he did. It is to cleanse her, to make her, to prepare her for the day of unity, mm-hmm. for that last wedding, for that final day when the church is <clears throat> unified, when Christ is unified with his bride, right. the church, to cleanse her and to make her holy. And he's saying, love your wives as I loved the church for this mm-hmm. purpose. Yeah. He's bringing that eternal perspective yes. right into there, yes. which is what I feel like Francis Chan is talking about. So it's not just love your wife so that you can have a happy life. Right. Love your wife like I loved the church because... Right. I loved her in this way yeah. for this purpose. Right. Because I'm going to have a really hard time loving my wife just for a happy life yeah. when it's not happy for me. Right. But I can love her in a way that's selfless mm-hmm. by God's grace mm-hmm. when I know that it's not about me. It's not about my momentary happiness or this momentary affliction that we're, the storm that we're in. Mm-hmm. I know that if we can get past the bar, we can get over those waves, right. we can get beyond the storm. Then we can fish, which right. is what we're called. We're, we can be disciplers. We can mm-hmm. be disciples. Oh, and that's why we exist, right? Amen. 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 Shut her down. I feel that's like the you end just the dropped the mic right Let's there. Just... <laughs> drop it. Yeah, that was the dropping sound. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's so good. And that's exactly what we're trying to, to paint the picture of not focusing on our marriage f- as an end-all, be-all. Um, but really, it's... It's so much more than that. And that's why you hear us talk about things like covenant, again, trying to infuse um, our daily lives with the eternal perspective of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so our next point, kind of just jumping off of surrendering those little gods or those places that we are uh, maybe worshiping each other or our relationship um, versus God, um, it, when we surrender, it kind of, it actually <laughs> can provide strength in for us, right? In our surrendering, um, whether you're in a season again of struggle, or maybe you're having just a really great time in your marriage, you're just kind of rocking it and things are going well. Um, I think it's important that we're just transparent, um, especially in our, in those times that we're struggling and even transparent on the mountaintops, because 
when you have that, I think this is a, a function of community too, because when we have community around us and they see us on the high, having a good time, being filled up, you know, God is just, there's just things happening that every, things are just hap- good things are happening. And then they see us in the lows and they see that journey um, through all of it. For me, at least being on the outside of people that I know and in that community, it's very faith building for me. It's faith building. Yeah. And I don't mean that like, oh, look at them. They're, <laughs> they're struggling. My faith is good. I mean, they are walking through hard, hard, challenging things and they are leaning and clinging to God. And I am here telling them I'm praying for them. I am trying to be there with them. Um, but I know that it's sometimes, again, it's just getting past that bar, right? It's just like you said, it's getting past that bar and it is going out and knowing what they're, you're getting. And once they get to that point of fishing, it's like, praise God, like you did, not you did this, but God was with you through this. And I see God at work mm. in and through you. And so that is very strengthening to me, as well as I think, you know, <laughs> this just dives into second Corinthians, like twelve nine. but he said to me, my grit nine and 10, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me for the sake mm. of Christ. Then I'm content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Like Christ did not promise us an easy life or even a happy life. He promised right. that he has victory over all of it. And we can be strengthened by his grace that is t- sufficient for us. His power is made perfect. And when, not when we're on our mountaintops, but when we're in our weaknesses, that's where we are strengthened by him. So you've got these three points. You've got I know, and surrender, I kind of the last one. strengthen, and serve, serve it, service. Mm-hmm. Which is more of an outpouring, which so we can get to. What the surrender is, what we talked about, is there an area that, that, is, that we're not surrendering to God um, and for building his kingdom? In other words, are we building our own little kingdom? Right. Right. In so we need to surrender our, own, our little kingdom to his big kingdom, yes. trusting that it's not ours. He's, he's the hero. We're not. Mm-hmm. Okay. And being in that strengthened. Surren- in that surrendering, we are strengthened. Okay. And that's the next one. Because I feel like that surrendering takes some breaking down. Right. And, and, some- and the strength comes from knowing the source of your strength. Yes. Right. And not just, oh, I've become stronger. Right. Now I can swim past this right. bar. But really you're understanding the context of your yep. life, your very existence, which says that I can, even in suffering, mm-hmm. like we talked about in the second Corinthians and tw- 12, even in persecution, calamity, mm-hmm. That's that I know I can stand because when I'm weak, I'm strong, not because mm-hmm. I'm actually strong, but because I'm strong in Christ, because mm-hmm. str- Christ is strong, right? That's what we're saying. Right. Christ so is strong in me. Surrender, be strengthened in your context, but also out of that, be poured, mm-hmm. be poured out right. in a way that is service to him. Service oriented. Now, yeah. now we tend to turn that outward yes. and say, okay, how can I serve others in my community? Well, maybe you're not actually serving someone in your brokenness. Maybe you're just serving Jesus. And how you love your spouse. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're serving your spouse by loving Jesus mm-hmm. and, and vice versa, right? And service, yeah, it takes on a lot of different meanings. It doesn't mean just sign up for every volunteer space in your in your church, right? In your local church. Not that we're opposed to that at yeah, all. Yeah, I think we're talking about the bigger idea. we're really idea. trying to say, yeah, the bigger yeah. idea of what does service look like in the midst, midst of hardship. And I think that that, that looks like transparency to be honest it looks like sharing and being broken and being okay with that and i feel like i don't know for some reason when i when i'm able to share my struggle with someone else i know that like that god is using it to minister and i may not feel that right then and there 
but I know that in like the long run in the perspective, yeah. the grander perspective of things, my struggle is not in vain. God is redemptive of that and he's right. able to use it. And that's partly why you're strengthened is because you know that even mm-hmm. in your struggle. So we wanted to... A lot of different touch points. You know, yeah, in your struggle that you, it's going to be used somehow yeah, yeah. For, for God's glory because it's his story, right? right. That rhymed. Didn't mean to, just but you know, on fire when you're today. a lyrical gangster like me, <laughs> I guess. it just comes out. So, <laughs> yeah. So we have, we have, they're, they're kind of friends of ours, but Justin and Trisha Davis, right? They wrote a book mm-hmm. called Beyond Ordinary mm-hmm. um, and just came to mind. And it's basically, it's all about, he had a moral failing. He was a pastor. He had mm-hmm. an affair and it obviously shattered their world. Mm-hmm. Their marriage seemed like it was sinking. Mm-hmm. It was. There was a gaping hole in the hole mm-hmm. of their of their marriage, mm-hmm. and it was a covenant boat. Yeah, yeah. If and it was, you know, it was sinking. And uh, what did they do? They got to work patching the the mm-hmm. hole. He repented, right? He didn't. He that's that's key, right? There's repentance. Right. There's desire for reconciliation. And there's seasons of those too. You're not just patching your hole every day, right? Or well, that like, you would hope, yeah, right. That's what we would, right. Not be fools, but we would be wise, right? Practitioners of God's word, yeah. and not just people that listen to it and it goes one ear out the other. The Bible mm-hmm. calls that foolishness. A man who looks at the mirror and immediately forgets his mm-hmm. reflection. So that's we need to continually go back to the gospel. The, what does it say? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. The fear of the Lord is a perspective on mm. who God is and who you are. God yeah. is great. I am not. He is holy. I am unholy. He is worthy of praise. I am not. Therefore I need a savior. And that's what the gospel, mm-hmm. that's where the gospel fills in the gap and says, you are saved. You are loved, not because of you, but because of Christ. Right. Right. And so we need to continue to remember that. So we're not constantly punching holes in the hole mm-hmm. of our covenant boat. Mm-hmm. And we, when we do, when sin, you know, when we, we, uh, when we sin mm-hmm. actively and mm-hmm. we actually do create those holes ourselves, then we can uh, repent of that mm-hmm. and turn back to Christ. Which is what they were, which That's is what, what happened in the book. Bu- yeah. I wanted you to resolve that because I think people want to. Yeah. So the whole book's all about their, their journey back yeah. toward unity, back yeah. toward wholeness, toward, uh, and allowing them to be able to serve out of the brokenness that mm-hmm. had happened. There's, n- I don't feel like there's a ton of resources out there. They're, they're coming to light more yeah. and more, um, about, marriage and relationship after infidelity. And so, Mm -hmm. and that's a massive gaping hole. That is a massive, you may be dealing with something that's not as obvious or huge, right? It might be uh, more often than not. We talk to couples and Mm -hmm. pornography is an issue, Mm -hmm. right? And if that's something that you're dealing with or there's a damage to trust there, you can trust that in that storm, if you both just cling to Jesus Mm -hmm and repent and continue to point each other the gospel, uh, you can live out of this place of strength and service. Mm -hmm. And having that community and maybe even having professional counselors, like gospel-centered Christian counselors that can help you in that. And again, all of this not being, again, not too focused on just you and I patching the hole. Why are we patching the hole? Mm -hmm. I think that's what we're trying to really... Focusing. Yeah, and we we just didn't want to gloss over that. Yes. You may be in a place of I can't even think straight right now. Why could I? How? Of course, I'm focused on my marriage because mm-hmm. we're almost done. Right. And so we're tr- we're trying to at least speak to that and say, mm-hmm. yes, if that's you, then focus on your marriage. That's not a bad thing. No. But knowing that, knowing why you're doing thing. that, right? You're it's doing, not yeah. just to have happier times in the future. It's not just to be able to get along in the future. Mm. It's not just to be able to, okay you know, pay off this house or have these kids. It's not just about 
the here and now earthly future. It is about the eternal perspective um, and the the purpose of, you know, we're not married in heaven. That's a huge thing. I'm not going to go there too deeply, but yeah. we are complete in Christ at that point. Like we are, is yeah. that right? Is that theology? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss this one. <laughs> I mean, I think it's people. I mean, you used to ask when we were first when we were first married. You're yeah. like, oh, I just can't imagine ever not being with you because we were just so in love. And I'm <laughs> like, well, all Jesus is going to take the stage, <laughs> and it's not going to be as important. Right. But uh, our flesh doesn't understand that right yeah, now. Yeah, it's really hard to get that. Yeah. And I and I'm yeah. So again, understanding the why, you know, why are we focusing our, our on our marriage? Again, even in those those storms and trying to get to the, through that bar. You know, we can be strengthened by Christ, right? Mm-hmm. We can surrender um, those areas that need yeah. surrendering and trusting that God is going to bring us through that and that he's going to put people in our lives that we can walk alongside with. And he's going to work out everything that he needs to work out yeah. in our hearts. And that's that's the ultimate trust. And again, this is this whole conversation is just kind of reinforcing our mission at Fierce Marriage. Yeah, yeah. And, and it reinforces our family vision as well. Yeah. And that's something that we've talked about in the past. Make sure go back uh, and look through the podcast episodes that we have. There's Mm -hmm. one on family vision that is very helpful. uh, And we talk about it in greater detail, Mm -hmm. but essentially a family vision is, is a document that we have spent Mm -hmm. months on Mm -hmm. and you don't have to spend months on yours, but we (laughs) did on ours. And basically what, this is our purpose. Mm -hmm. This is our, what we envision for our family. And here's Mm -hmm. our big why. Yeah. Our big why is to, make disciples mm-hmm. essentially we have a verse acts twenty twenty four, which is but i do not account my life of any value nor is precious to myself if only i may finish my course in the ministry that i received from the lord jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of god and mm-hmm. that's obviously paul is talking there but we just echo that mm-hmm. and that verse reminds us that w- our life is not precious in itself mm-hmm. but we are called to testify to the gospel of the grace of god mm-hmm. and so all I have to say is that vision has driven us forward in mm-hmm. all manner of storm. Not mm-hmm. just, hey, we're like, we've been in a really strong place, but financially we're weak mm-hmm. and we, our boat is sinking financially and we trust that God is faithful. Right. You're saying this yeah, not as our boat is actually sinking, but is our boat sinking? Well, I, I can't tell you about that. <laughs> financially? No. <laughs> no it's, I think it's kind of always sinking, to be honest. <laughs> That's like, right. You, you God controls the waves, right? <laughs> yeah, let's just keep this analogy going. You got to have that bilge pump that works 24-7. Right. That keeps, <laughs> keeps you from sinking. Um, there you go. <laughs> but anyway, there's been that vision and that clarity. Mm-hmm. It wasn't clear until about two years ago, yeah. three yeah. years ago. And we would, every wave would, mm-hmm. would toss us back mm-hmm. and forth and we would wonder, is this it? Is this the one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where are we going? Oh, that's a pretty thing. We'll go that way. Yeah. Or that's a... And we realized, Talk no, about, we're... Yeah, decision-making? Oh, man. We have our directional coordinates. Yes. And we are headed out um, to this mission, which yeah. is um, what we're talking about here. Right. And that's just to make disciples. And, right. and it's, yeah. Yeah, so I think, you know, the couple's challenge here today would be to ask yourselves, yourselves some questions and kind of probe your hearts not to be focused, but to say, are there areas we where we are not having eternal perspective on within our marriage? Are there places that we could serve more? Are there places we could surrender more? Are there places that we're relying on our own strength and not again, surrendering and leaning into Christ and allowing his grace to be sufficient, allowing his power to be Mm -hmm. made perfect in our weakness. Are there areas that we need to 
um, relinquish. Yeah, that's good. So you did you speak to the couples that uh, are in a place of strength and how maybe they can have a, a candid, uh, intentional conversation around their family vision. No, you can say that exist. if you want. So that that'll be my other one. <laughs> so it, this this podcast is hitting you. Yeah, it's like a dichotomy in a of, of things. Contexts, yeah. Right. If you're listening to this, you could be listening because you're hurting. You could be listening to this because you're just on the way to work and you like listening to podcasts and you're in a great place in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, in either case, you could benefit from having a good, intentional conversation. Mm-hmm about your vision, family why vision, you yeah. exist. Yeah. Again. I think that's what, that's the tangible way of really yeah. seeing how, seeing how our perspective is playing out in our marriage. Are yeah. we eternal, internally, sorry, again, are you eternally focused or are we today focused, like too earthly mm. focused? And I think yeah. that goes, that's like what you're saying. Yeah. Like you're I so said, smart. there's, on our website, if you search for a family vision, you'll see a bunch of stuff there, including the podcast, including a free download of a family vision worksheet of all this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, we found that immensely helpful. So I would yep. challenge you to go through that. Definitely. That's the couple's challenge from, Definitely. from me. Okay. What else you got? Well, that's about it. We, we're going to call this have, episode. Yeah. Cause we're going to do another one and we're going to take some questions from some people as well as talk about the spectrum of sex. So just to give you a little, yeah, a little, the spectrum of sex. Ooh, that sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. Doesn't it? Yeah. Wow. You're going to want to listen to that. So in, to not miss that, make sure you subscribe. Yeah. Uh, if you're an iTunes person or you're a Spotify person or an Android person, whatever you listen to, this podcast <laughs> is available an Android person. Are you a droid? Uh, if you're, yeah, so you can find this podcast anywhere that podcasts are streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, just search for Fierce Marriage. Make sure you subscribe. We would love it uh, and be very uh, grateful if you give us a rating and a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think we've earned it, just mm-hmm. uh, takes a few seconds to leave a star rating, a few more seconds to leave a review, whatever you feel called to. Uh, but we really appreciate that. Uh, finally, if you want to be a partner with the Fierce Marriage uh, community and the Fierce Marriage ecosystem, there's a way for you to do that. You can go to patreon.com slash fierce marriage. In fact, we do give away a few things to partners that aren't available, mm-hmm. including content. We've given away mm-hmm. some uh, free books even because we had a bunch that got slightly <coughs> damaged that we couldn't sell, but they make for great free books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're still readable. They just don't look great. Uh, they have a few dents on the covers and things like that. So we periodically we'll give those away. In fact, we just we had some posters that we got to give away because we had some water damage <laughs> and it just made them wrinkle, but they're, they're not damaged. Yeah. They're... they're they're usable, but not sellable. <laughs> so, and we have some other rings, some fierce rings that we'll give away. Anyway, patreon.com slash patreon.com slash fierce marriage. Awesome. Fine. Right. And then the last one is if you had any questions yeah. that resulted from this, mm-hmm. we talked about a big topic today, but it may have made you think of a smaller consideration or a smaller question. Mm-hmm. We do read those. We get those voicemails and those texts from you mm-hmm. via this number. Ready? 971-333-1120. Okay. Do you want to pray or do you want me to pray? I would love for you to pray. Okay. You're a good prayer. I feel like God listens to you. Stop. (laughs) He listens to all. He listens to people who pray, but you more. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God, thank you so much for the opportunity to spend time in your word, um, to listen and sit at the feet of Jesus and to understand your perspective more and more um, through Again, hearing your word, listening to your word, help us, God, no matter where we're at in our marriage, if we're in a deep valley that it doesn't seem like we can see the light up, at- up ahead 
or if we're on a mountaintop, Father, there's always places that we can um, gain more eternal perspective on. And I pray that your word would illuminate those areas, that it would do what it's purpose to do and divide bone and marrow, and it would go into the places in our hearts that we may not even be aware of um, and bring to light those areas that maybe are not surrendered to you, God. Thank you for um, the sanctifying us. Thank you for this podcast and everybody listening. I pray that you are continually brought to the forefront, that we would not be over-focused on our marriage, um, but that we would um, continually, continually submit to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. That that concludes our episode. Again, join us for next week's podcast. We're talking about the spectrum of sex. Anyway, it's going to be a fun time. And this episode <laughs> is... In the can. All right, guys. We will see you in about seven days. And stay fierce. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com, or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.